Hi everyone and welcome to A Soldier's Faith. My name is Jason and well, this episode is uh, it's going to take a slight detour. Those who follow God, and well let's be honest, even if we're not in the best way with God, sometimes we receive visions. I was given a couple visions and I've been keeping them to myself for a while, but now more than ever I feel these visions should be told. Yeah, I remember how on an episode two ago I said that <clears throat> this was probably most probably the most uncomfortable thing I will do or have ever done. Well, this is gonna be the proof of it. First vision I was given, the, the one I'm gonna talk about in this episode was given to me the night after I got back home. Well, my then home in Texas on September 17th, 2019, the day after we laid my dad to rest. I had just driven 845 miles from Fayetteville, Georgia, back to College Station, Texas. No stops, except for gas, and to use the restroom, of course. This time in my life, I was, I, I believed in Jesus and God, but I wasn't the best Christian. I didn't go to church. I cussed like a sailor, and, and honestly, probably could be compared to a fish with how much I drank. For context, I left on the 15th at 6.30 p.m. from Texas to get to Georgia for the funeral at 11 a.m. on the 16th. And then I did the 16th after the funeral, and on my way back to Texas, I stopped at a hotel to get some sleep and I got back on the road at 7 a.m. and drove all the way back to Texas. I got back to the apartment and my then fiance and the kiddos around 7.30, 8 o'clock at night of the 17th. I was exhausted. <clears throat> With that kind of drive, who wouldn't be? And all I wanted to do was eat a little bit and pass out. Well, of course, driving that far in one day and the lack of sleep in the past 48 hours, I wasn't too far from dreamland. But I didn't dream. Well... Not in the typical definition of dreaming. I was given a vision. It was more of a warning. <clears throat> and that night, and now I just feel it's time to share. This is the vision. The warning I was given. For context, hell, we're warned about it. We're told about it our entire lives. It's a place of unending torment where our souls will, souls will go and we will die eternally in a horrible death in a fiery lake. My vision started different from that view, though. <clears throat> Let's be honest. And other people I've heard speak of visions of hell, they have seen the fiery pit. But there's an area before that, and this is what I was shown. I was in what seemed like a fair atmosphere, but it had an evil air to it. <clears throat> like, uh, like it, it was a, a midway, you know, a midway of a fair with, with the tents and the games and the places to get food, you know, and, and liquor flowed from every corner. 
and what seemed like beautiful girls that were scantily clad or nude danced around. And there were those handing out cigarettes and cigars, and there were fights and debauchery everywhere. But flashes, I was able to see through this almost smoke and mirrors. And I was able to see another way where the carnies and the, the women that were dancing <clears throat> were demons ushering in these souls that were coming there. No one there, no patrons near me, they didn't know they were dead. They didn't know it was the gates of hell. It's like they were being lured by false images. I think what this carnival represented was the sins and temptations that we have on earth. And I walked behind this uh, a man. I didn't know him. But I walked behind this man through this carnival and I witnessed all these horrors unseen and unheard. And at the end of the midway, there was this huge dock. And tied to that dock was this beautiful ship, the Spanish Galleon. And <clears throat> it, it was it was clad with gold and silver and all these precious jewels and it, it was breathtaking. Kind of like what you would imagine like not a pirate ship but like the ship of a king that a king would have. You know, jewels and everywhere and, and you know the the gold and silver that they had plundered just decorating the ship everywhere and the crew of the ship was was calling people to join on the ship and and you know making it look like this huge party <clears throat> and no one there looked like they were hurt they looked whole like if there was anything wrong with them it was fixed when they got to this area and they were promising a, a ride to a more grandeur area the hand was on my shoulder keeping me from moving so I could watch as I stood on the dock and I honestly feel this was Jesus that was holding me has his hand on my shoulder so I could see without unfogged vision what was truly going on because I didn't feel any fear this hand that was on my shoulder I felt comfort even with all the chaos around me I felt comfort I felt peace I say that because of what came next and I can't fully describe the horrors that I saw because it was beyond words But I can try to in some extent. As the lines were cast from the docks, the ship began to change. The precious metals that were on the statues and on the ship began to melt, just melt away, and flake off and, and deteriorate like you would expect in thousands of years. 
the 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 stones began to just crumble and turn into coal. There were statues of angels and mermaids and beautiful creatures. They just began to turn into demons and skulls and imps. The birds that were around flying, they shed all their feathers and they burned away to ash and smoke just swirling around the ship. And those souls on the ship that looked healed, those healings began to melt away. Like a wax figure just began to, to melt away and fall. Men and women who had lost limbs in their life had those limbs melt off of them painfully, screaming. People who were unable to walk on earth that were walking around on the ship just collapsed because their false healing went away. It was more than horrific than any horror movie director could ever imagine of making with any sort of CGI. The screams, the gnashing of teeth, the cries for help, men and women, young and old, crying out to God, to Jesus, to Allah, to Buddha. It was unbearable. A tear fell from my eye, down my cheek, and the figure that was next to me with his hand on my shoulder wiped it away. The one with his hand on my shoulder, it was Jesus. <clears throat> and he told me, do not cry for those who chose this. I gave them the way to eternal life. And they mocked me, or they turned their backs on me. My heart breaks that they did not choose to live with me in paradise. But I gave them the free will to choose. I woke up from that dream, my heart racing, but I was at peace. A single tear on my cheek from what I had seen. You know, God gives us visions. And he will only show us what we need to see. For some, the vision of hell goes to the fiery lake. And the sounds of the soul screaming and crying out. For some, they see paradise. God only shows what he wants someone to see. And to spread that message to all the nations. What they can handle. I don't want anyone to go through that. Just be honest. I don't. <clears throat> I know it was a vision. Not for me, but for me to spread to all the nations as a warning. God does love you. And he wants you to be in paradise with him. He's in his only son. If you don't have kids, you may not understand how harsh of a sacrifice that is. But it would absolutely kill me. The only other vision I've had recently is one that mirrored the book of Revelation. I haven't read the book of Revelation in years, probably decades. I think I was like 18 or 19 the last time I read it. But in this vision, I was standing at the top of a decapit uh, decrepit skyscraper. And at the top of the skyscraper, 
Looking out, I was seeing the entire world and what was going on. Fires, screams, wars, just utter chaos. God is not a God of chaos. So think about this. Why would this happen? Well, it was prophesied it would happen where he would pour out his wrath for everything that has happened. But I'll get back to that. Now I'm standing on top of this skyscraper, this chaos going on around me. It was me and a few other people standing up here watching out. Again, Jesus was there with me, hand on my shoulder, so I could see what was going on. It wasn't a long vision at all. I saw the chaos going on, I saw the explosions, I saw the fires, <clears throat> stars falling from the sky. I saw this huge asteroid coming towards the earth, and before it hit, I woke up. I was awoken. I didn't wake up because of fear. I woke up because I wasn't meant to see that. The ending of that. I prayed about it. And I prayed and I prayed. Every time I prayed about it, I heard the simple words, not yet. Not yet. That was the most... That wasn't supposed to come out when I wanted it to. But here I am, years later. About seven years ago I had that. <clears throat> here I am, years later. And telling what I saw. Standing up on that skyscraper, looking out, being able to see the entire world. Destruction, fire, explosions, stars falling from the sky, and at final, watching this huge <clears throat> rock falling towards the earth. <clears throat> Makes you wonder sometimes. Have I ever questioned God's existence? When I was younger, yes, but I was fortunate enough to have experiences with God to show me he was real. I know I will be in paradise. Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and I know I will be with him when that time comes. And for those who are listening who do not know where they're going to be, I want you to know I want you to be there as well. And if you don't feel like you're worthy, you are. See, a little over 2,000 years ago, around 2,000 years ago, the sacrifice was already made. God came down in flesh, which was his son Jesus, died on the cross. The flesh died on the cross. 
because I'll have people argue with me, oh, well, you're saying that, that God died. Now, <clears throat> God was the spirit inside of Jesus. The flesh died, went down to hell, took the keys of death and hell from Satan, and came back so we could live in eter into eternity with him. If you need someone, I'm here for you. I made, I mentioned this almost every episode. I made the Facebook that you can reach out or find a church. But hell isn't a party. I've seen it. It's not a fun place. It, it's not, it's not, oh, you're going down there to party with demons or whatever. No, it's it's an eternity of being ripped from your body and dying every single moment of every single day. Eternity's a long time. We haven't even seen eternity yet. But I want to challenge you, those who are listening. If you believe, keep prayed up. I'll tell you straight up, keep prayed up. If you don't believe, I have this argument with my stepson all the time. I don't believe. He's very scientific. And science has proven again and again that Jesus is real, that God is real for that point. Think about DNA. Ten five seven five, I believe, is the the code for for DNA, which you cross reference that with the phonetic alphabet, and it comes to Yahweh. Kind of a Kind of a weird thing that God would put his signature on you if he wasn't real. <clears throat> or the fact that almost every story that you read in the Bible has been proven true. The chariots in the Red Sea. Wait, that was Moses though. Moses split the Red Sea so Israelites could pass through. It's proven. You know, the Ark, which for years, History Channel's been trying to say, oh, this is the Ark here on this mountain. But it's not. It's been proven. It's been proven every day. Even scientists say that creation goes more along with how the Earth was created than evolution or the Big Bang Theory. World-renowned scientists that have sworn by the Big Bang Theory are now going back saying no. Creationism makes more sense. That there was one being that put everything where it needs to be in the exact spot for life to happen. 
Darwinists are turning away from Darwinism. You turn on the news or you turn on the TV and there's there's revelation or uh, there's revival happening throughout the nation. Young and old coming back to Jesus. <clears throat> it's just a matter of time. And to be honest, I don't want any of you to spend that eternity in hell. So if you need me, you can reach out to me. I've made the Facebook page. Or go to a church. But just know that Jesus does love you. Have a good one. See you next episode.